Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. If you are enjoying this show, you probably need to listen to a few episodes before you know if you're enjoying it or not. Um, but if you are enjoying it, I really would appreciate it if you uh, first subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to my YouTube channel, share this with other people, follow me on Instagram and Twitter for some reason. I'm not sure why. Still trying to figure that out. If you want to talk to me, you can also do that over social media. At DictionaryPod is on Twitter and Instagram. And there is an email, DictionaryPod at gmail.com. There is a Patreon thing link in the show notes. There's a Google Voice number you can call and leave a message. And then we can talk not directly. Okay, so this is the last section of page 285. We got a couple of lines on the next page. The first word is counterpart. Again, lots of counter words. All of these will be one word unless otherwise noted, and I believe they are all one word again. Counterpart, noun from the 15th century. One, one of two corresponding copies of a legal instrument, and the synonym is duplicate. They're the same thing, so they are counterparts to each other. 2A, a thing that fits another perfectly. And uh, that reminds me of the Shel Silverstein book, The Missing Piece. The Missing Piece. They are counterparts to each other. Uh, maybe I will post a picture of that if you're not familiar with that story. 2B, something that completes. Completes what? Just completes in general. Completes. Um, as in the synonym. That's not how you do that. The synonym is complement. Interesting. Interesting. So complement is a very similar word to complete. So something that complements something else, it completes it. You complete me, counterpart. 3A, one remarkably similar to another. They're like doppelgangers. 3B, one having, well, doppelgangers, that's more of a visual thing. Doesn't necessarily have to be a visual thing. They're just similar in, in ways. 3B, one having the same function or characteristics as another. As in the example, college presidents and their counterparts in business. Okay, the sound effect for today is going to be, uh, it was suggested by my brother-in-law, Jim, uh, and it's a, he's a big fan of trains, so he suggested I do a, a, train, a train horn. Toot toot! <laughs> Maybe it'll evolve as the episode goes. Uh, okay, so the next word is counterparty, noun from 1980, a party to a financial transaction. A party to a financial transaction. It's a, a group, something. I think a counterparty should be people next door to where the party is happening, and they're having a counterparty. What 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 is involved in a counterparty? Just sitting there quietly. I think that's what it would be. Hey guys, let's let's have a counterparty. It'll be fun. I swear. Toot toot. Next is counterplan. Noun from 1788. One, a plan designed to counter another plan. We don't like your plan. So instead of trying to convince you not to do your plan, we're just going to make a plan to stop your plan. Great. Thanks. 
2. An alternate or substitute plan. So maybe plan B, plan C, plan D, those would all be counter plans. Next is counter plea, and plea is spelled P-L-E-A, noun from 1523, a replication to a legal plea. Next is counterplot, first form, noun from circa 1611, a plot designed to thwart an opponent's plot. A plot designed to thwart an opponent's plot. Toot toot! They definitely go toot toot. I'm pretty sure I've heard trains do that. Okay, second form of counterplot, transitive verb from 1662. To intrigue against. Also, foil with a plot. Ah, drats. Foiled again with your counterplot. <laughs> Next is the first form of counterpoint. We will have just two. Counterpoint. Noun from the 15th century. 1A. One or more independent melodies added above or below a given melody. And uh, if I put an example in yesterday's episode for counter melody, you can just go back to listen to that, and it'll be close enough, I'm sure. 1B. The combination of two or more independent melodies into a single harmonic texture in which retains its linear character. And the synonym is, well, I would want to say it polyphony, but I'm pretty sure it's pronounced polyphony. Poly is multiple or many. Phony is probably like sound polyphony. But, you know, it's they're harmonic together and they retain their linear character. What is their linear character? I don't know. If I find another example, maybe I'll put it in. 2A, a complementing or contrasting item. Synonym is opposite. Yeah, there's those uh, there's those news shows. Point counterpoint. Isn't that a thing? Was that a real show? Was that a a spoof show? I don't remember. I think it's a real show. But uh yeah. You know, I got a point, but hey, I got a counterpoint. I'm going to I'm going to be the opposite of you. To be use of contrast or interplay of elements in a work of art. And the example is a drama. So maybe a drama might have some would that mean that it would have, like, comedy and drama? There'd be counterpoints? I'm not entirely sure. The etymology says this is from Latin contra, which means counter, plus the Middle Latin punctus, which means musical note or melody. Punctus, P-U-N-C-T-U-S. Um, also, just from... I guess punctus is also just regular Latin, which means act of pricking? Act of pricking? What is that? And then also the verb pungere, which means to prick. And there's more at the word pungent. I am at a loss for how to connect that to counterpoint, other than the musical note or melody one. Act of pricking, prick, pungent. Nope, my brain can't do it. Toot toot. Now we have this second form of counterpoint, transitive verb from 1875. One, to compose or arrange in counterpoint. Two, 
to set off or emphasize by juxtaposition, also set in contrast, as in counterpoints, the public and the private man. Uh, That is a quote from Tom Bishop. So uh, counterpoints, the public and the private man. There's a man and he has a public life and he has a private life, just like most of us. And those are counterpoints to each other. I don't know. There, there, it seems like there's more to the sentence, though. We're missing it. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Train's coming through. Boop, boop. Next word is counterpoise. P-O-I-S-E. First form. Transitive verb from the 14th century. And the synonym is just counterbalance. Counterbalance. I don't know why I say words twice sometimes. I don't know. I just think it's good to repeat words. Helps you, helps me, maybe. Uh, this is from the Anglo-French contrepasser. Yeah, you can laugh about my pronunciation all you want. It's not going to change. Uh, so that is from contra plus passer, and passer means to weigh. Like, yes, a counterbalance. You're weighing it. And there's more at the word poise. Toot, 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 toot. I want to train to make that sound or something different. Uh, okay, second form of counterpoise, noun from the 15th century. One, the synonym is just counterbalance. Two, an equivalent power or force acting in opposition. And three, a state of balance. Everything's been weighed out. We're in a state of balance. We are counterpoised. Next word, toot, 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 toot. It is counterpose, transitive verb from 1594, to place in opposition, contrast, or equilibrium, as in counterpose, a positive view to the negative assessment. To place in opposition, contrast, or equilibrium. Could be, that's that's multiple things different things. Um, The etymology, nope, not helpful. Next word is counterproductive. Adjective from 1959. This is my least favorite of the things, I think. Tending to hinder the attainment of a desired goal. As in, violence as a means to achieve an end is counterproductive. And that is a quote from W.E. Brock. And for some reason, it's saying that uh, W.E. was born, I think, in 1930. So are they still alive? Maybe? Is that why they put this in there? I don't think I've seen that for one of these examples. Does that mean that all of the quote examples are have come from people who are dead? I'm not sure. Violence as a means to achieve an end is counterproductive. Okay, yes. Yes. Toot toot. Counter-programming. That's next. Noun from circa 1966. The scheduling of programs by television networks so as to attract audiences away from simultaneously telecast programs of competitors. Your show over there on that channel is so popular, 
So we are going to create some counter-programming to, to see if we can steal some of your viewers over to our side because, you know, we don't really care about the art that we're creating or the entertainment. We just want the viewers and the money. Toot toot! Next is counter-proposal. Noun from 1885. Uh, this should be similar to counter-offer, I assume. It is a return proposal made by one who has rejected a proposal. And just to remind ourselves, counter-offer said, a return offer made by one who has rejected an offer. I think it is exactly the same. Uh, yes, I'm just going back and forth. I think the wording is exactly the same except for the word offer or proposal. Uh, interesting. I mean, they're very similar. They're very similar. Proposal, though, I think offer usually means money, and proposal could be just a, an idea. I propose this idea. What if somebody proposed to the person that they wanted to make their spouse, and then that person, the the engagee, the person said, uh, I, I have a counterproposal for you. How about we do this instead of get married? I don't know. I wonder if anybody's done that. Toot, 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 toot. Next is counterpunch, noun from 1942. A counter in boxing, also. A countering blow or attack. Counterpunch is also an intransitive verb, and counterpuncher is a noun. And I guess counterpunchy would be the one who is getting hit by the counterpunch. They're the punchy, no, they're the puncher, and they're also the counterpunchy. Next is counter-reformation. Counter-reformation. Noun from 1840. Number one, it is usually spelled with capitals at the beginning, C and R, and there is a hyphen. So that's for number one, and it means the reform movement in the Roman Catholic Church following the Reformation. So there was the Reformation, whatever that is. Things have been reformed. And then after that, there was another reform movement called the Counter-Reformation. Did it undo everything that was in the Reformation? Number two, a Reformation designed... Is that that word? Yes. A Reformation designed to counter the effects of a previous Reformation. That's, that's, that probably happens all the time in politics and things. Toot, 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 get out of the way of the train, toot. All right, our last word is counter-revolution. Still, all one word. Noun from 1793. One, a revolution directed toward overthrowing a government or social system established by a previous revolution. Very similar to counter-reformation. And two, a movement to counteract revolutionary trends. Counter-revolutionary is an adjective or a noun. We didn't like what that other system did, so we're going to counter-revolutionize it. And we are counter-revolutionaries. Uh, okay, I think that was it for that. So, the words that were in this episode are, were, not are, they're not coming, they already happened. Counterpart. Counterparty, counterplan, 
counterplea, counterplot, counterplot, counterpoint, counterpoint, counterpoise, counterpoise, counterpose, counterproductive, counterprogramming, counterproposal, counterpunch, counterreformation, and counterrevolution. It's really fun going through this book in order. It's just, I just like it. I just like it. Uh, I hope you enjoy it too. And I need to pick a word. I think just because I had, I, I, I liked my silly idea, I think I'm going to pick counterparty as the word of the episode. Hey, everybody, come to my house. We're going to have a counterparty. Next door, they're having a party and it's really loud. I want to have a nice, quiet night. Just sitting quietly, not talking. It's a counterparty. All right, there are no holidays to read because we did it for a whole year, so it's probably all the same stuff. And uh, let's see, just real quick, last night I watched The Voyage of the Rock Aliens. (laughs) I don't know, I should probably see what it's rated, uh, because I don't know if it's exactly for kids. But, what is it rated? Oh, PG. PG. I don't even know what I want to rate this. Did I like it? Did I hate it? Did I like it because I hated it? I don't even know. They they talked about it on how did this get made, so I was uh, I was motivated to watch it. Okay, that's a good place to end. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.